Hello, and welcome to This One Good Life podcast, where we slow down and explore the beauty and goodness that surrounds us every day. My name is Stephen Ingram, and I'm flying solo today. Uh, Usually, uh, this podcast starts out with me saying my name is Stephen Ingram, and then you hear a fantastic voice jump in and say, and I am Brian Johnson. Uh, But Brian is not with us today. Uh, and uh, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that here in a moment. Uh, it is not a permanent situation, so don't freak out, uh, because any amount of anxiety you would be feeling about that, I would be feeling that a hundredfold, um, because I uh, love having Bryant as a co-host, and he is a fantastic co-host, and um, this podcast uh, and website would not be uh, the same without him. Uh, so we'll talk about that in, in a moment. Uh, but want to welcome you to uh, this episode, episode 12, uh, Holiday Prep Guide, uh, where I'm going to be talking about a few things um, uh, about the holidays, about uh, this, this special time of year uh, that will hopefully help you make it an even better time of year, help you really find goodness and beauty uh, in the holidays, and to help you get through it, um, not just to survive it, Although there is sort of a, uh, a holiday survival <laughs> guide piece to this, um, but to help you thrive uh, in the holidays and help it be something that is um, deeply meaningful, uh, that's full of relationships and laughs and love, um, and uh, that you can walk away from feeling great about uh, and, and not having a hangover from. Uh, so we're gonna get to that in just a few in just a few moments, but. Uh, want to kind of update you on on what's been going on. We we haven't recorded an episode in gosh probably three weeks, uh, three or four weeks, and uh, that's been difficult for us. Uh, we've heard from a ton of you uh, who have uh, written us and called and texted and had mutual friends ask us what's going on. Where are the episodes? Have we missed some? Are they? Is it not showing up in my RSS feed? Is it? Is my RSS feed broken? Uh, are you guys okay? There there's just been a, a, a lot of folks who have. Uh, stepped in and and who have asked those questions and shown uh, shown us just that we have a, a really cool community that's uh, surrounding this podcast and uh, you know it shows us something beyond the uh, analytics which is which is always nice to put uh, real people and faces and uh, voices uh, uh, on top of those analytics and make them personal uh, but but here's basically what happened I, I'm not gonna go into a ton of details about it but uh, Bryant, who you all know and love, uh, he and his family uh, um, uh, received some really, really uh, tragic news. Uh, his brother-in-law uh, passed away uh, unexpectedly about a month ago, and uh, this kind of threw their family into a, uh, a bit of a tailspin in terms of uh, uh, travel and busyness and uh, trying to figure out schedules, and uh, uh, Bryant's brother-in-law lived out in California, and so that added a, a, a big travel component onto that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, uh, you know, the holidays, uh, the Thanksgiving holidays just happened uh, this past week. And so you add this, this major uh, kind of family crisis tragedy uh, on top of the holidays, on top of just having to do life and, uh, you know, work and family. And, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, they also have a, uh, a, a new little baby boy. Um, life got crazy really quick. And uh, I'm actually 
really glad that we haven't recorded uh, a podcast in, in the past uh, month. I'm, I'm sad about it uh, in a lot of ways, but I'm also really glad about it in others because uh, what I hope you all kind of understand and see uh, from this is that uh, Bryant is practicing what we preach uh, here on the podcast, which is to slow down, uh, to figure out what is the priority, and to be intentional about going towards that priority and making sure that it is taken care of. And uh, for Bryant, uh, during this time, the priority as it 100% should have been uh, was his family uh, and taking care of his family and loving his in-laws and his wife uh, through this incredibly uh, difficult and tragic time. So uh, although I'm really bummed out we have not been able to record a podcast, I couldn't be more happy uh, in terms of, of, of the choice that, that uh, Brian and we've made as a part of the podcast uh, uh, to, to take a break uh, to deal with the thing that is absolutely uh, the most important. And so I uh, want to wish Bryant uh, and his wife, Tanya, uh, and her family uh, all the best uh, during this incredibly difficult time, uh, sending love and prayers uh, and thoughts towards you guys. Um, we, we know that uh, any of us who have experienced loss uh, knows how painful and difficult the holidays can be, uh, uh, especially after you've experienced a loss. Uh, but we know that one that is, is um, as untimely uh, as this one uh, make it even more difficult. So uh, we want to just send you thoughts and love uh, and prayers and just know that, um, that you are on our minds and that we are wishing uh, the best for you uh, and your family during this time. Now, with, with all that said, uh, Bright and I have uh, been talking, and we will be back to the regular podcast uh, here in just a couple of weeks. We've got a recording date uh, set uh, for the first week of, of December, and so we should be back uh, really, really soon, and we are really looking forward to, to getting back, and uh, we're going to try to get ahead on some of our episodes so that if uh, you know something unexpected happens, we'll We'll be able to continue to put out uh, really good quality um, um, shows to you guys, and uh, so hopefully it can continue to be a part of your regular uh, weekly um, uh, practice, uh, as so many of you have told us uh, that it is. So uh, thank you all for your patience uh, during this. Our, our goal is to be back in December uh, in the full swing of things, and... Um, yeah, yeah, doing this, uh, doing this with you guys because it's a lot of fun uh, for us, and and uh, we hope it is for you too. So, uh, you, you know, I, I kind of alluded to at the beginning of, of the episode that I'm going to be talking a little bit about holidays, uh, about the holidays today, and you know, the the title of the episode is the Holiday Prep Guide, uh, and and here's what we know: we know uh, for a fact, not just anecdotally, but scientifically, that the holidays are an incredibly stressful time for almost everybody. Uh, we know this, uh, uh, like I said, anecdotally, but we also know it scientifically. There, there have been a number of studies that have been published that uh, say between uh, December and January, uh, death uh, rates increase uh, substantially. Uh, during those two months, especially uh, from the end of December through the uh, 
through the beginning weeks of, of January. Uh, now, for a long time, people thought that this was because of weather. Uh, I think anybody who has half a brain uh, knows that there's a whole other piece to this, which is uh, the stress, uh, the anxiety, uh, the, the loss, the, the, the kind of craziness of the schedules of the holidays, all those things we, we know add into that. And, and there was actually a study done uh, just a couple of years ago, uh, that was talking about this very thing. They they did the same study to to see about um, death and sickness uh, uh, in the southern hemisphere, which, as you probably know, is hot. It's the middle of the summer during Christmas, and so they did the same study to see if uh, death rates spiked during that time as well. And sure enough, they found that it did, uh, and so they were able to uh, really rule out that uh, this is a phenomenon that is just caused by uh, extreme cold and the weather changing and really have uh, taken it back to to the fact that uh, the holidays can be insanely stressful to people. Uh, and there are so many reasons why the holidays are stressful. Uh, finan- uh, f- uh, financials are a huge part of the stress of the holidays. There's a sense that we have to go above and beyond to, to show others our love by buying them more and more things. Uh, if you want uh, our opinion on that, uh, please uh, go back and listen to our episodes uh, <laughs> on minimalism, uh, and we can talk a good bit about that. But there is an added stress uh, in terms of financial stress uh, during the holidays, because not only that you're trying to buy gifts for people, but there's also more things to do, and that adds another uh, financial component. Also, if you've experienced the loss of a loved one, the holidays, especially the first holidays after uh, that person uh, is gone, your first holidays without them at the table, uh, without them around the, uh, the fire in the living room or opening presents, um, that creates a substantial void. Uh, that creates uh, a real sense of heartache, uh, of sadness, of depression. And so we see those uh, those things played out in people who have lost loved ones uh, in the past year. You know, in the Christian tradition, we uh, right before uh, the, the kind of Christmas season kicks in uh, at the beginning of November, at the end of October, we have something called All Saints Day. Uh, and it's a way of remembering those lost loved ones. Uh, but even in remembering them, it, it, it doesn't always bring um, uh, real ease to that first uh, Thanksgiving, that first Christmas uh, without them. And so loss plays a, uh, a, a big part in terms of depression and anxiety and sadness uh, during the holidays. There's also uh, just this... Uh, uh, you know, for I, I kind of think of, about it, it's almost like, it's almost sort of bipolar. Uh, many of us get into sort of a bipolar place uh, during, I don't mean clinical bipolar, but uh, there, there's, there, when we're high, we're very high uh, during the holidays, and when we're low, we're very low during the holidays. There's something about the holidays that sort of bring out, brings about the extremes uh, in us um, uh, because they, they, they are an emotional time. Uh, it's a time with so much kind of pomp and circumstance that that leads up to it. Um, uh, it's everywhere. It surrounds us. And so uh, there are so many things that can be so exciting and, and so fulfilling. And then uh, there are those very lonely nights. Um, there are those days we come in and we've, we're exhausted because we worked way too hard and tried to put too many things 
uh, on our calendar, uh, and uh, and then we drop pretty low. Um, uh, so there, there's a lot of extremes uh, that we uh, experience during the holidays. And again, you know, let's not forget that, yeah, it's cold outside in most places in, in the United States. It's cold, and, and so sickness is going around. Uh, people are getting the flu, stomach viruses, all those wonderful things that you love to hear your kids are coming home from school with. So uh, that's a big, uh, a big piece of it. And just the overall stress of the season. There are so many things to do, so many places to be. So many shows to watch, so many parties to attend, only so many shopping days left, friends, to buy your loved one that special thing that's going to make them gasp on Christmas morning. And it's ridiculous. And so what we do is we try to fill our calendar with ungodly, and and hear me use that phrase, ungodly, because I really do believe it is ungodly, the amount of things that we try to put on our plate um, during the holiday season, but we are we we most of us find ourselves guilty of that every year, and that just adds another layer of stress to the holidays. Don't forget our health, uh, our, our our physical health in terms of our uh, during the holidays. We we tend to um, not eat as well. Uh, a lot of people uh, end up over uh, consuming both food and alcohol during the holidays. Uh, the holidays are a great time to get off of your regular patterns, whether that is uh, um, exercise, uh, your diet, um, uh, if that happens to be uh, medication. Uh, there are all sorts of th- patterns that people kind of get off of during the holidays that sends them into a bit of a tailspin. So that's the big scary bear. That's the 800-pound gorilla uh, in the room that's called the holidays. Um, that's sort of that negative side of it, that, that side that we know exists and that we know we have to, um, we have to be aware of uh, going into it. But what I'd like to do on this sort of mini episode, uh, this holiday prep guide uh, today is to sort of talk about a, a naughty and nice list uh, for the holidays, uh, sort of a Santa Claus's naughty and nice list, or maybe it's a this one good life naughty and nice list. Uh, for the holidays, and it's sort of a, hey, here's here's what you should do, and here's what you don't do, uh, and so I've, I've got five of these I'd, I'd love to kind of talk us through uh, over the course of this episode, and my hope is that you will find, um, find some peace, and find some joy, and find a little bit of a different narrative, a little bit of a different pace, uh, and a little bit of a different emotional place to be in uh, over this holiday season. So the first naughty and nice uh, that I'd like to talk about is cutting out the have-tos and adding the get-tos. The holidays are full of expectation. Uh, There is no doubt about it that uh, expectation is amped up after the hol- or during the holidays, and anytime expectation is amped up, so is stress and guilt. And there's a sense that we have to fit everything uh, into that month after Thanksgiving before Christmas. 
that we have to fit in a whole year's worth of parties, a whole year's worth of excitement and joy and laughter and gift giving, a whole year's worth of get togethers and food and all these different things. And we have to nail it. We have to fit it all in. We've got to get it just right or else the holidays will not be perfect. So the first thing I want to tell you is the holidays aren't going to be perfect. Uh, you're going to have down days and you're going to have up days, and both of those are perfectly natural and perfectly okay. And most of us know that the other 11 months of the year, but for some reason during Christmas, we don't feel like we have uh, the opportunity uh, or the grace to give ourselves uh, that. So the first thing I want to tell you is we, we, need, to, we need to cut out the have-tos. Uh, if there are things that you feel obligated to do, that are not adding value to your or your family's life, then get rid of them. Okay, there, there are so many things to do. And, and uh, the holidays will continue to add opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And unless we can learn to say no to the have-tos, we'll never be able to say uh, a, a truly intentional and quality yes to the get-tos. And what I mean by that is, is a have-to is where you feel uh, an obligation to make sure you're at every party, to make sure that you are uh, at each of the, you know, the big office gatherings or the parties down the street or your friends are throwing another uh, you know, dirty Santa party or there's a, a, another opportunity to take the kids out to one more uh, showing of It's a Wonderful Life, or one more showing of it's of Home Alone, or one more, uh, uh, you know, uh, we have this thing here uh, in, in Birmingham called um, Zoo Light Safari, and it's a, it's a great event, but, but those kind of, it's at the zoo, and it's this holiday event, but the thing is, is if it's not adding quality to your life, and if it's causing more stress, then cut it out. You don't have to do any of those things. What I want to encourage you to do is to look at your calendar and go ahead and be intentional about it. Plan it out. Go ahead and look over the whole thing and say, okay, so what what are the have-tos on here and what which of those can we get rid of? And what are the things that we really want to do or that we have the privilege of getting to do that we want to not only add in, but we want to make sure that we're in the right frame of mind uh, the right the right place mentally, physically, emotionally, that when we actually get to the things we want to do, that we have the energy, the emotional bandwidth, and the space uh, to do those things and to do them uh, in, a, in a way that's quality. So the first naughty and nice is cut out the have-tos so that you can really add in uh, or maybe it's not adding in, but have quality get-tos. The second thing, uh, the second naughty and nice is be intentional with everything. Now, when I say that, uh, I, I know that that can actually cause people stress. They're like, oh my gosh, I have to do everything perfect. Okay, if I'm going to be intentional with everything, then I've got to make sure everything is just right. That's not what I mean by intentionality. What I mean by intentionality is, is you know, that, that idea that there's only a month to do this Christmas thing, there's some truth to that. I was talking with uh, the the guy that does my hair, uh, Thomas, uh, uh, yesterday. Shout out to Thomas uh, over at Glam. Awesome guy. Uh, tons of insight. Great movie guy. If you want to talk movies, 
go talk, go, go talk to Thomas. And by the way, get a fantastic haircut as well. But I was talking with Thomas and, uh, he, uh, and his husband, uh, they were celebrating, uh, uh, Thanksgiving and because of his husband's job, uh, they were not able to celebrate Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving or before they had to celebrate it afterwards. And he said, man, he said, it was, it was just, it just didn't feel the same celebrating it afterwards. It felt like, you know, we'd kind of missed the boat. Um, and so he said, man, if you can tell the audience anything, tell them to, to try to, you know, if they're going to do their Christmas thing, try to do it before Christmas. And uh, I think he's right. I mean, we, we do only have a certain amount of time. There is sort of that month that we kind of do Christmas in. Um, and, uh, and, and so there is some truth to, to, you know, there is a time crunch here. However, uh, one of the ways to make that month count is to be really intentional with it. Uh, my wife and I uh, uh, sit down and we calendar out the entire month of December before December even gets there. We calendar out what we want to intentionally do with our kids, what we want to intentionally do with our family, what we want to intentionally do, uh, just the two of us. And that's intentional. Uh, that's intentionality behind the things we want to go and do, the things we want to participate in. But it's also intentionality about rest. We calendar in rest. We make sure that there are weekends, there are nights, there are plenty of times where we are not doing anything. Uh, where we are just sitting. And we're just being, and uh, and and we're resting, and uh, so that when we do get to do the get to things, uh, that we're able to do them with quality, uh, and energy, and enthusiasm, and joy. Uh, and so, number two is to be intentional about everything. Uh, it's so important. Intentionality is, is a huge piece of this podcast, but uh, in order of uh, making the holidays, uh, uh, surviving the holidays, but even more than that, thriving during the holidays, intentionality uh, is key. Uh, the third thing I want to kind of give to you uh, in this holiday prep guide is don't stress over food. Let me say that again. Don't stress over food. Food is a huge piece of the holidays. And by it being a huge piece of the holidays, it can often... Uh, now, here's, here's the thing. While food is a huge piece of holiday gatherings, and, and if you work in an office, you know that there are... Uh, people always bring in treats and, and all kinds of fun stuff. You go to parties, there's, um, you know, there, there's all this tasty food. And here, here's what I want to, here's what I want to say. I don't want you to stress over the food. I don't want you to freak out. I don't want you to count every calorie. I don't want you to, uh, sit there and look at that piece of cake and be miserable either because you didn't eat it or miserable because you did eat it. Food has its place, but don't let it consume you. Okay? Here, here's, here's the piece of advice I want to give you. Eat food you'll enjoy now, but you'll also, but also eat food that you'll enjoy tomorrow. 
And what I mean by that is uh, a lot of us, we, we, we kind of fall into one of two camps. We either eat food that we're going to love now and then that we'll be seriously guilty about tomorrow. Or we'll eat food that we that we're just aren't happy about and that don't they, you know that 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 kind of bums us out or, or that um, takes away you know we'll deprive ourselves of everything that's kind of festive during the holidays so that tomorrow we won't feel guilty about it. And what I want to say is I th- I think there's a middle ground and uh, this has actually just kind of come to me recently. Uh, my wife uh, just read uh, Anne Lamont's new book. It's called Almost Everything: Notes on Hope. It's a beautiful little book, uh, as Anne Lamont books always are. They're always so good. Um, but she pointed out a chapter to me. It's it's a chapter towards the very end of the book. Um, maybe it's the next to last chapter. And the chapter is just called Food. It's chapter 11. And uh, I'm not going to read the chapter to you, uh, although I wish I could. Um, I, I really want to uh, encourage you to pick up this book. If I mean, the whole book's great, uh, but... Uh, uh, especially for the chapter uh, on food, and she says uh, she says some pretty compelling things in there. That I think for me the most compelling is that we uh, we swing on this pendulum with food, where we will uh, starve ourselves, deprive ourselves, diet, 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 all these things, and then we swing back and we binge uh, and. Uh, we overeat and we gain weight and and it just it's this back and forth, back and forth. And there's rarely a time where we see that the most, uh, more so than than over the holidays. Uh, and granted, the, the temptation with food is, is much higher uh, during the holidays because there's way more sweets sitting around. There's way more parties to go to. There's way more alcohol, um, you know, being offered during that time. And so, so it is a it is a more difficult time uh, during during the holidays, uh, but but what I want to encourage you is is don't stre- don't let it consume you. But every time you look at a piece of food, uh, at a cake, at a at a piece of pie, at um, you know uh, uh, some dish at a restaurant or at a party, just ask yourself this question: Will I enjoy this today when I'm eating it? But will I also enjoy it tomorrow? Will I be happy that I ate it tomorrow? And give yourself some grace. Because there's going to be a piece of pie. It's going to be a good piece of pie. And you might not feel great about it tomorrow. But, but here's the deal. If you make good choices through that week, if you make healthy choices and, and eat food that's good for you through the week, that piece of pie is just fine. That piece of cake is okay. That fudge, no problem. Make as many good choices as you can and give yourself a little grace and know that it's okay. Uh, Don't stress over food. If you gain a couple of pounds over the holidays, that's cool. It's okay. Do as best you can to, to exercise, to uh, keep on a good rhythm, to eat, to make healthy choices. But don't let yourself, your brain, your emotions be consumed by what you should and shouldn't eat during the holidays. I can take away so much uh, from the holidays and, and from those times when you should be enjoying the people around you and enjoy what's happening. So make good choices. Eat food that you'll enjoy now, but you'll also be happy that you ate tomorrow.
Uh, number four on this holiday prep guide, quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. Now, there's this... Um, there's this thing, and Brian and I have talked about before, called FOMO, fear of missing out. Uh, and I see that so much more. It's so much more amplified during the holidays. There's a sense that we have to do all the things. And again, it's it's this, it comes from this limited amount of time, this one month, that we kind of have to fit it all in. Um, but focus on quality experiences over the quantity of your experiences. I also want to transition this over to presence. You know, I haven't really talked about the idea of presence yet, but most people, the vast majority of people, even really no matter what religion you practice, uh, over the, the the month of December, uh, whether that's Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or uh, or Christmas or any other holidays that that come during uh, this month, uh, there are there is an element of presence. And uh, I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and they were talking about how. Uh, they were worried that the kids wouldn't have enough things to open. And as I was having this conversation with her, I said, hey, listen, here, here's the deal. It, it, it doesn't matter how many things they have to open because we could go and buy them 100 things and probably 95 of those things are going to end up in the giveaway uh, pile uh, when we do purges. Uh, or in the trash in the next six to nine months anyways. So don't worry about buying a ton of stuff. Worry about getting something that that, ha- that has quality, that has meaning, uh, that will last. Um, and it might not be a thing that you get anyways. We've talked about this before, that it might be that you're investing in an experience, uh, not a bunch of little things, little trinkets, uh, Things that will break, that are that are not quality, that uh, that will be thrown in the trash in a in a few weeks or a few months, anyways. You know the classic, <laughs> the classic thing is that um, uh, you you buy an eighty dollar toy and the kid ends up playing with the box more than they do the toy. Guys, that's that's for real. That's not an anecdote. That is for real. So remember, quality over quantity uh, this holiday season. And then the fifth and the final, uh, naughty or nice, do, don't do, holiday prep guide tip uh, for you from this one good life uh, is to be a kid. Be a kid this holiday season. Be a kid, but don't be irresponsible. Um, uh, I was talking with my oldest daughter the other day about the holidays, and uh, I was saying, yeah, you know, the holidays are really stressful. She said, no, they're not. I was like, yeah, yeah, holidays are really stressful, Mary Claire. I'm going to do a podcast episode about it. And she's like, Dad, holidays aren't stressful for kids. Holidays are awesome for kids. And I was like, holy cow, you're right. I never remember being a kid and being stressed out over the holidays. I remember thinking, dude, this is awesome. I want Christmas to be every month of every year. Um, And there is a, a, a sense of wonder uh, that kids uh, bring to the holidays. There's a sense of awe, anticipation, excitement. Um, there, there's a different rhythm to a kid's life during the holidays where 
Mary Claire, my, my oldest was right. The holidays aren't stressful to kids. The holidays are awesome to kids. And and I bet if you remember back, unless you know you had some kind of tragic event during the holidays, I bet you probably remember being a kid and being super excited as well. Uh, but for adults, we have a lot of other responsibilities and, and a lot of not just responsibilities, but expectations that we place on ourselves and that we allow others to place on us that make the holidays um, stressful. So what I want to encourage you to do is find some room to be a kid this holiday season. Uh, I, I, I love the movie uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It is one of my favorite holiday movies. Um, and, and there's a scene in it where Chevy Chase... Uh, if you've not seen it, shame on you, um, and I'm not even going to apologize if this is a spoiler, uh, but there's a scene where Chevy Chase uh, goes up in uh, his attic to, to hide a present, and uh, he gets locked in his attic, and uh, he's up there for a while, and he runs across this uh, this old uh, 8mm film strip and and uh, projector, and so, he, so he's sitting up there, and he starts playing... Um, uh, these eight millimeter films of when he was a kid and he's sitting there all bundled up in his attic and he's watching these eight millimeter films and of when he was a kid and his parents and his uncle and his aunt and their old, you know, their old, uh, cars and, and just all the things. And he just took this trip down memory lane. You could tell he hadn't taken in, in quite some time and he's sitting there and he's crying and he went back to being a kid just for, just for a few moments. He went back to being a kid. So here's, here's what I want to encourage you to do. Figure out what it was. What were those things from when you were a kid that made Christmas, that made the holidays magical? For me, uh, one of the things that I always associate with Christmas, with the holidays, is the smell of cinnamon. Uh, the, the smell of warmth and cin- yeah, I really mean this, the smell of warm cinnamon. Uh, brings back so many good memories of holidays when I was a kid. Uh, and so what I do is I have a pot uh, that sits on my stove, and I fill it up with water. And in that pot, I put an orange peel, and I put a couple of, of sticks of cinnamon. Uh, I put cloves and allspice. Uh, I put, uh, what else I put in? I put ginger uh, in that. I put cloves, allspice. Uh, ginger, nutmeg, cinnamon, and an orange peel. And I put it all in this pot, and then I boil, that. I get that uh, the pot of water with all those good spices in it. I bring it up to a boil, and, that's, and then I turn it down to low. And that fills my house with the fragrances of the holidays. And it is amazing. When I walk in to my house and it smells like that, it brings back so many amazing, wonderful, beautiful memories of being a kid during the holidays. Uh, there are certain movies that if I watch those movies, it takes me back. National Lampoon's is one of them. Uh, Home Alone is one of them. There, there are these movies that, that take me back and allow me to experience some of that wonder of being a kid. So here's what I want to encourage you to do. Figure out what that is. Do some journaling. Do some thoughts. Talk to some folks. Uh, relive some memories, watch some old videotapes and figure out, is it a song? Is it a smell? Is it a movie? Is it a place? What is it that brings back that childlike wonder of the holidays? 
And then incorporate that into your holidays now and let yourself enjoy that and be a kid. Don't be irresponsible, but be a kid and find some ways to enjoy uh, the holidays uh, with that childlike wonder. So uh, those are the those are the five. Um, cut out the have-tos and add the get-tos. Be intentional with everything. Don't stress out over food. Eat food that you'll enjoy now and tomorrow. Remember to focus on quality over quantity, and don't be afraid to be a kid during the holiday season. Listen, we are uh, we, we love you. Uh, we're grateful for you, grateful for all of you who tune into this podcast. Again, uh, we're, we're praying about and thinking about uh, Brian and Tanya and their family during this uh, difficult time, and uh, Brian and I are looking forward to, to being back together uh, with you all um, uh, in, in at least the next couple of weeks, uh, for some new, uh, episodes of this one good life. Thank you so much for, for joining me, uh, this week for this kind of special holiday, uh, episode. And, um, and as we close this week, uh, remember the words of William Yates, this world is full of magical things, patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. See you next week.